2: We'll come and go, try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know, that deep inside, there's a sacred place.
0: with Enlightenism, and I am your co-host, Enlightenist teacher and consciousness practitioner, Carolyn Kelly. And I would like to welcome you to our Sunday morning broadcast service and let you know that opening song, Enlightenism, was written by me especially for this broadcast. I asked Brother Carl, who is a creative, insightful, and deeply feeling singer, to sing the song. He presents the song with feeling and acceptance. And if you listen carefully to the words in the song, it communicates what Enlightenism is, what it does, and how it works. In this moment, I want to thank you, our listening audience, both domestic and international, for tuning in to Sunday mornings with Enlightenism. Enlightenism is a new way to think and live. Enlightenism is for anyone seeking a new way to think and live, using a new system of thought. And the way we move into a new system of thought is to unlearn those beliefs and values that have rendered us ineffective in our own life. On this path, you've come to know that you have everything that you will ever need for the journey. As you move into Enlightenism... Allow yourself to know that it is important to understand that you are unlearning the old conditioning patterns and are now establishing yourself as victim-free. Allow yourself to know that this new system of thought is your connection with the divine, the wholeness in you, and that it is sacrosanct. And when you know this, you stop using the woven patterns of education, history, tradition, religion, race, and societal misinterpretations and misrepresentations into your beliefs and values. You take responsibility for your beingness, and you walk into each moment of your life knowing that you are whole, perfect, and complete and have everything you will ever need for the journey. You are an enlightenment, knowing that all your moment-to-moment activity is moving and being in a new system of thought, which is faceless, formless and colorless and in those moments you reveal the greater I within now each Sunday and in each moment of my life it is my joy and an accepted responsibility to bring insights that are useful in your moment to moment living my intentions for all insights, is to demonstrate how you can understand that Enlightenism is a clean, clear, creative, and usable philosophy, and how you can apply it to everything in your moment-to-moment living. But before I begin my insights, I always want to remind you that this broadcast, and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Listen Notes, Apple, and Google. By typing or speaking into your device, Malcolm Kelly Blog Talk Radio. I recommend also you reading Brother Malcolm's latest blog, which is The Power to See the Unseen. The power to see the unseen. Now, this Sunday, my insights will be on the unseen. One of the things that Brother Malcolm's blogs create in me is the understanding the simple understanding of enlightenment and he writes his blog so revealing so open so simple they speak to that clarity that is within all of us his blogs speak to the clarity that is already within you not something that you have to go and find but that part of you that spiritual part, the wholeness that is within all of us that opens up when you read his blogs they are simple insightful and reveal so much of who we truly are now in speaking on the unseen as you know for the past two Sundays i've been giving insights on the 10 principles and last sunday i talked about the second principles the second principle now the 10 principles of the National Bi Society. These 10 principles are the foundation from which Enlightenism is built. Now, my insight last week centered on the second principle of Enlightenism, which states, I acknowledge that my beliefs and values created the conditions in my life. Now, when you make this The clarity statement, it's a high-level statement. It's not a question. It's the height of bringing the unseen into view because it requires a movement out of toxicity. I'll say the second principle again. I acknowledge that my beliefs and values Created the conditions in my life. When you make a high-level statement such as that, you're bringing into view some of the things that you have not seen. Because it requires then a movement out of toxicity. The statement requires you to look at the unseen in you, your life, your speech, your patterns of activity. Now, one of the common notions that I used to hear a lot is that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, unquote. Now, for so long in my life, I believed and carried this statement as one of my go-tos, which doesn't allow me to fix anything, which doesn't allow me to acknowledge my beliefs and values, created the conditions in my life. The unseen is that I was keeping the conditions in my life with that statement and walking it back into my life with each little mistake that I made. I'd say, well, you know, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. I couldn't see what that statement was causing me. When we begin to look at the unseen, then we can't see the unseen clarity that is within us, because our clarity becomes toxic with our belief system, with what we are practicing. Now, that's a very common statement. We are all human beings having a human experience. What I say now is that we are born whole, perfect, and complete, and have everything that we will ever need for the journey. What I know is that along that journey, we are taught toxicity by others. What I know is that we can step away from that toxicity. When that becomes a declarative statement, when we acknowledge that our beliefs and values have created conditions in our life, we can begin to see the unseen. Those things that kept us away from the unconditioned consciousness of being. We're not born into a conditional life. We are taught by others that we must live by conditions. And those conditions govern who we are, what we say, And if it is not accepted by others, then we have to do something that confirms that we are working with others. Not that we are spiritual beings, that we are born whole, perfect, and complete. We don't need anyone to tell us who we are, how to think, And what we see, when we don't see it, whatever that is, when we are living from the unconditioned consciousness of being, that part of us that is here, that part of us that is unseen, in statements that we make to keep us continuing to have human experiences, when do you think you will get out of those human experiences? You will not get out of those human experiences of toxicity. You only dig yourself a deeper hole by confirming what you believe. When you accept that you are born whole, perfect, and complete, and have everything that you will ever need for the journey, then and only then that you begin to uncover the unseen. Those unseen beliefs and values that have kept you away from your higher consciousness, that have kept you away from the unseen. The unseen clarity that is within you, the awareness, the understanding of being who you are, that you are whole, perfect, and complete, and have everything that you will ever need for the journey. You don't need a bigger house and a bigger car. I can cite people who have all of those things. That is what they see. That is who they are being. What I know is that there is a greater awareness that we are all born with, that we are born whole, perfect, and complete. We don't need to go to church to be spiritual. We don't need to go to church to see that by someone else's conditions that we have done someone, quote, wrong, unquote. What we see along life's journey when we accept fully the declarative statement, I acknowledge that my beliefs and values created the conditions in my life. Then you can see your way through that. You can see your way to clarity. That is what enlightenment is all about. It is not about living in vain and looking for acceptance from others, about how your life is working are not working, you can see through the toxicity. You remove the blinders from your eyes. You see the wholeness within. You are seeing the unseen. When we accept enlightenment, the unconditioned consciousness of being as the power that we are born with, then the unseen is revealed so that we are seeing clarity, so that we are seeing the power. We are seeing in every situation how we are being moved and what is moving us. It is not the conversation and the beliefs that we've picked up from others. It is not their acceptance. It is our acceptance of this life well spent on the planet. It is our acceptance of the unconditioned consciousness within us. We're able to see very quickly through any little games. We're able to see very quickly when we are playing with ourselves. And when we ask the revealing question, who am I aware of being? The unseen is revealed. As a teacher of Enlightenism and a practitioner of Enlightenism, I can say Enlightenism is one of the best choices that I've ever made in my life. What I know is that Enlightenism allows me to live from the unconditioned consciousness and that is more spiritual to me than any religious ritual that I've ever been through in my life. Enlightenism reveals the unseen when I am clear and when I'm not. It allows me to see the unseen. And it is revealed all the time. As I say, when I open this program each and every Sunday, this is a new system of thought. It is your connection with the divine, the wholeness in you, and that it is sangra And when you know this, You stop using the woven patterns of education, history, tradition, religion, race, and societal misinterpretations and misrepresentations into your beliefs and values. You take responsibility for your beingness, and you walk into each moment of your life knowing that you are whole, perfect and complete, and have everything you will ever need for the journey. On this journey, the unseen is revealed. And now it's time for our affirmation of acceptance. So I'd like you to find yourself a place of comfort within and take a deep breath and just hold it for a moment and think about the insights that are being revealed in your life when you take this journey of enlightenism. Now just release very slowly that breath and repeat after me our Enlightenism, Affirmation, and Acceptance. In this moment, and in every moment of my life, I overcome the pain in my life. I awaken to the greater power within me. I am seated at the table In my own life, I have the power to heal myself of the pain that I have caused myself. I am free of the information given to me by others. I take responsibility for my life. I accept the truth about me. I was born whole, perfect, and complete. My vision of life is clarity. It is from a faceless, formless, and colorless view. My wakefulness is the unconditioned consciousness of being. My life and activity are the practice of unconditioned consciousness. I accept that I have everything I will ever need for the journey. My journey is enlightenism and that is the journey home. And now I give you the enlightenism prophet and creator of a new system of thought for those seeking a new way to think and live, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carol. Great, great,
1: great, great insights. I like when you said, you were talking about the blog and you said you want to uncover the toxicity yes. that kept away from your enlightenment. That's
0: right. That, absolutely. And you
1: want yeah, what is what keeps us away? The great power within that—that that, those that's, unseen things that we don't notice happening in our lives. You—you you hit it right. Absolutely, on the yeah, clearly, that's,
0: that's, clearly, yeah. And
1: we don't pay any attention to them, so we think it's something else. But yes, it's all the things we yes. don't see. It's
0: so all the things we don't see that keeps us away from. The greater I.
1: But you and I see that enlightenment is the greater power.
0: Absolutely, it is. Always has been. <laughs> Always. Always has been. I'm so. I'm so glad to be uh, a part of this. Uh, and I cannot share enough about how it has opened my life to me. To the greater I am. And that is what is revealed in all situations in my life, no matter what is happening. And even if I don't want to see it, one of the things that is so clear with enlightenment, you can not not see again. <laughs> so uh, I don't like to use a double negative, but in this case, it's appropriate. So I want to say that.
1: Thank you so much for those wonderful insights, Sister Carol, and see you tomorrow at 12 p.m.
0: Definitely. Okay. Thank you.
1: Okay, folks, I'm Brother Malcolm, The Power of the Mind, five wonderful books on the journey to Enlightenism, how to transform toxicity into Enlightenism to create a new energy. I encourage all of you to go to Amazon and get the book, The New African American Man, talks about the journey of what the new African American man represents the New African American Man is a creation of enlightenism, a creation from the enlightenism philosophy. So be sure to go and check it out. Also, you can go to my blog, Brother Malcolm Keller's Enlightenment of Insights. So blog talk, uh, it's on blog, radio, not now, There's a radio, which is what I'm doing today, but there's a written blog. So go to the blog, Brother Malcolm Keller's Enlightenment of Insights. My latest blog is The Power to See the Unseen. Our invisible thoughts become ideas. The ideas become actions. Our actions create toxic results. The results victimize the mind. When you don't know the original cause of toxicity, we also don't know the cause of victimization. And victimization is a lack of awareness, folks. The awareness of being victimized by others. Victimization is toxicity. Toxicity is an illness that you must cure. When you don't see things as they are, you don't see them clearly. You're seeing distortions, illusions of clarity. Check out that blog. It's hot right off the press. Check it out today and go to, be sure to go and get all of the books. Get all five of the books so you can see the secrets of enlightenment, the journey of an African-American man victimized by beliefs and values in the society, searching for freedom outside of himself or myself. And you can see a formula that defines freedom as being within you. And that's what I'm sharing insights about today, the path to spiritual freedom. Spiritual freedom is a freedom The misinterpretations about spirituality is some type of unique word or some type of unique place where we can think that we are spiritual and not religious and not recognize that spirituality without a clear definition, without a clear understanding about your own awareness of being is also illusory so that you understand that. Consciousness is your freedom or your prison. Consciousness is the free is your freedom or your prison. And when you free the mind of toxicity, you free yourself from the prison of spirituality and religion. And you're in a in a place to, mindset to understand what you desire to see in your life. Is freedom, freedom of the releasing values that have imprisoned you into a toxic mindset. So the transformation—you've heard of the transformation. The alchemists called it years ago. You could turn, you could transform lead into gold. You can also heard the statement: you can transform. Energy into matter. That's that's how our transformation occurs. We are ultimately authentically energy that has been transformed into matter. Matter is the form. Matter is temporary. Energy is permanent. So, I my message to you today is impregnate your mind with enlightenmentism. And when you impregnate your mind with the seed of enlightenmentism, you bring forth a new person where you can revalue yourself with enlightenment. You drop a seed in the fertile consciousness. Then you're able to see the freedom that you so richly deserve. So you want to know about yourself. The three C's, I focus on them all the time, clean, clear, and create. Cleanse the mind, get the clarity, and become a creator. When we think about awareness of being, who are you aware of being? I've been thinking about it all week. While I was on the broadcast, when I'm not on the broadcast, who am I really aware of being in, in different moments, in different moments of time? Who am I aware of being? What is my awareness of being telling me? Because, see, one of the things that I have learned on the the road Whoever you are aware of being, that's who you are. It may not be who you want to be, or who you think that you are. I, I'm I'm positive, in terms of my own evaluation and observation, I'm positive that the people that have the billions of dollars in in, in this country do not believe they are victims. They, don't, they cannot conceptualize that they are victims because their God has been wealth and money, and they have it. So you don't, you're not aware of being a victim until the victim shows up in you. And then in order to, when the victim shows up and you say, well, I didn't know that I was this person. Why am I acting this way? Well, that's what you have created. That's the consciousness of the awareness of being. That's the God you serve. The God being the greater power that you serve. So when I hear people talk about God and how much they love Jesus, I've heard people tell me that they love Jesus more than they love themselves. Then you need to hear that statement. If you love Jesus more than you love yourself, then you are neglecting yourself. You are devaluing yourself to love anyone more than you love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, then you can't heal yourself. You're not important enough in your own life to heal yourself, to devote attention to yourself, to stop abusing yourself with a release system that creates a toxic mindset. You have to love yourself in order to heal yourself. You have to make your own life a priority by revaluing yourself, by having the confidence that you can transform toxicity, or I should say transform consciousness that has embodied toxicity into enlightenment. That's where the freedom is. The freedom is outside of the confusion. The freedom is outside of of the darkness of toxicity. The freedom is inside of you. And inside of you, there are many mansions. There are many places to live. And when you choose to live in the darkness, where you're always searching for light, you can't quite see things clearly. Get enough out of philosophy to satisfy you, to say that I am now fulfilled, that I have read all of the books studied all of the philosophy, and yet I'm still confused about who I am. Who am I aware of being? Who are you without your beliefs and values? Where is your spirituality? Where is the spirit? Spirit is something unseen. You cannot see it. So what is unseen in you? What is your spirit? Why does your spirit crave freedom? Why do you want to say that your free your spirituality is different from religion when they're basically concepts that you learn from other people? The things you learn from other people because you want to try to separate yourself from that which you don't believe is working in your life. If things are not working in your life the way that you want to work in your life, then you find a reason not to do anything to change your life because you have already devalued your life By believing in someone else, loving someone else more than you love yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to love the power that is here. You have to be willing to give up all that you have in consciousness and follow the light in your mind within you. That's enlightenment, meaning that you have to detach yourself from all of the, 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 the belief system that you have in the world about who you are and about what life is. All of the things in the world are just trying to interpret uh, in a real sense, make sense of the world. All of the things that we read about is someone is just trying to understand something. The doctor is trying to understand the body. The psychologist and psychiatrist is trying to understand the mind. And the minister and the clergy is trying to understand spirituality, trying to understand God and being able to study people and study systems that become formalized in books and training, but the goal is to try to understand what is already here, not to really understand the self that's already here. To understand yourself, and people, be, and many believe I won't say people, many believe that if you can understand some of the value of Plato and some of the things that Plato was talking about, then you understand everything about life because it applies to all people. So you, it applies to all people. So when you understand that when you are comparing yourself all people or to people in general, based upon what you have read and what you have heard, then you're overlooking one key component your own life, which is which is different from my life and different from your children and your spouse's life. Why? Because you were born with this energy in you that I call enlightenment, which is to give you the power of expression through clarity to create a new way to think and live. And this new way to think and live is devoted to you. And you and and included in all of this devotion to you is the understanding this is not a selfish devotion like in toxicity where people think that you if you love yourself and don't love other people, then you're some type of terrible person. You are egotistical and you don't care about other people. You first have to care about yourself so that you have something to Give to other people. You have to give yourself love before you can give it to someone else. You cannot give another person something that you are not aware of being. You There is no need for me to go talk to a poor person and ask the poor person about money. There, there is no need for me to go and talk about to someone and you're talking about something greater than what you're aware of being. So if I'm talking to someone about life, the philosopher is trying to recall in his own mindset or her mindset, where did I hear that before? Where, where did I hear all of this information that he's talking about about life? How can he prove to me that enlightenment exists? How can you prove to me that consciousness exists in some type of form other than something in the mind that's just playing games? These are the questions that comes up when you affix your mind with the belief system where you use all this belief system to refute everything that comes up in your life that's different. So when I'm talking about spirituality, you're trying to find a way to keep spirituality in the definition that you have been taught about spirituality or religion for that matter. And then to give it some type of sanctity so that you would think that this is something that is divinely created and not recognize it was something created because human beings didn't understand why they felt a void in their lives why they felt incomplete. How were they just thrust into this world that is so perfectly designed for us to live in and try to understand, well I didn't create it. So who created it? Who created where I am? Since I didn't create it. So let's just say we're going to say God created it. And create God in the image of a God that's over us much like people have done through our time whether you're the egyptian with the the physical gods or you're the hebrew the jews with the invisible god in both cases you want something to be greater than you are because you realize that all that you can accomplish in life whether you're building pyramids or whether you you're the one that's enslaved to build a fear mirror. In both cases, you want a power, you recognize there's a power greater than you. And I am talking about the power greater than you in you as consciousness, and that's the path to spiritual freedom. I am saying to all of the downtrodden, those that are heavy laden with pain and suffering, unable to get through the, the, the trials and tribulations of daily life, to say to you, the path to spiritual freedom. Is the unconditioned consciousness within you. It is the gateway. It is the gateway to understanding life. That's what my books about enlightenment is about. If, if you can take an African-American man born in, in the United States of America, you can reach the point of clarity, you can talk in a way and manner about freedom in a different way, then it should pique enough interest in you to be inquisitive and say, mm-hmm. how did you get the information? Where did it come from? Why are you talking about spiritual freedom? Why are you talking about a new birth? Why are you revealing uh, different interpretations about the scriptures? Where is the information coming from? And that's why you read the book. You have to see the journey, the transformation of the journey, so that you can understand the 10 principles of the National Bible society and the 10 principles of enlightenment. I acknowledge, The first one, I acknowledge that I'm responsible for the current conditions in my life. I acknowledge that you were saying, I acknowledge that I'm responsible for where I am today. I acknowledge that my beliefs and values created the conditions in my life. I acknowledge that I have the power to change my beliefs and values. I acknowledge for me to change my beliefs and values. I must first be willing to enter into self-discovery. Self-discovery is the end of my journey that I'm talking to you about today. I'm Brother Malcolm. Please go to Brother Malcolm Keller's Enlightenism Insights. Get some valuable information to revalue yourself to see that you have the power to overcome the conditions in your life. Go to Brother Malcolm Keller's Enlightenism Insights. Get all five books today. But in particular, check out The New African American Man so you can learn the journey of a black man in, in, in the United States of America who thought of himself as a victim and discovered that freedom was within. him. I'm Brother Malcolm. See you back tomorrow on the air at 12 p.m. with my co-host, Sister Carolyn. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn, for those wonderful insights today. Your Brother Carl Dietrich to take us out of here with our theme song, Enlightenism. Have a great day, folks. i Brother Malcolm. See you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Sometimes
2: your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind. But confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be. like a brood bed That runs so deep I spent my life Just being asleep It takes enlightenism To know That what you learn Is toxic It takes enlightenment. To know that you can learn toxicity.